Before we dive into today's episode, I want to tell you about our free discovery call. If you're unsure how to start or build a consistent brand, let's talk. Just go to danielleclarkcreative.com to book your free discovery call and see how you can create a brand that helps you win more customers and reach your goals. Welcome to Build Better Brands. I'm Danielle Clark and this show is here to provide insights, techniques and strategies to help you establish a better brand with confidence and clarity. We're on a mission to help as many people as possible start and build stronger brands so they can create happier, healthier lives for themselves and those around them. Welcome to Build Better Brands. Today I'm joined by Natalie Bailey. Natalie, thank you so much for being here today. Oh, my pleasure. I'm so excited. I'm always excited to have decent conversations with lovely people. Likewise, likewise. I love a good chat, hence the podcast. Um, (laughs) So you are a business owner and you help entrepreneurs get real focus and clarity around where they want to take not just their business, but their health. And I, I hear you talking a lot about uh, helping people to unleash their inner confidence. Mm-hmm. So can you tell us a bit about that and how you actually do that? Well, if you come and join my mastermind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, what we do, we cover health, wealth and happiness. Um, because if you think about being in business, you still have your body to look after. You still have relationships. You still have families. You still have things that you want to do outside of business. And so looking at it in that way, and I call it the triangle of life, health, wealth, and happiness, that holistic view gives you so much more value that you can then bring to the world. And everybody does have confidence. It's not a have or have not. And I know that everybody has it in them. So what we do is we figure out what are you already confident at? What do you want to be more confident at? And how do we do that? So if you think about it, when you get up in the morning, you go through a whole host of things that you just do on autopilot. You get up, you make your bed, clean your teeth, you have a shower, you get dressed, you go out the door, you might drive, you might have a podcast, you run your business with confidence. So all of those things you didn't know how to do once. You didn't know how to tie your shoelaces. You didn't know how to walk. You had to learn. So if you can learn to do the mundane things, the daily activities that need to be done in order to exist, then you can learn to do anything. And you can learn to do the things that take you out of your comfort zone to feel more confident in doing that task. It sounds really simple and it is that simple. It's not always an easy process. (laughs) But breaking it down and thinking about it like that, where do you have confidence? You just need to unleash it in the other areas of your life where you want to improve. That's so interesting because I think about, especially when you said about like driving. So growing up, I didn't have, you know, my mum didn't drive. So we used to either walk or get the bus or if we could afford to get a taxi. So when I first started my driving lessons and I sat in a car, in the front, in the passenger, you know, not in the passenger seat, you know, I was like, it it was the first time I'd ever really sat in the front of a car and held a steering wheel. And and so it was a completely new world to me, having not been in cars very often. I remember thinking to myself, am I ever going to be able to drive? Mm -hmm. Because it was so alien. Um, And yeah, now I think about, I don't even think about it. I don't even process what you're doing that, yeah I just mm-hmm. I just do it now I just because do it's it become a habit you know how to do it mm. but you you didn't know how to do it before you had that first lesson no <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first lesson was basically me just trying to find my biting point oh yeah I swear a lot is that okay <laughs> yeah, <it's fine. laughs> and then the more you go on and like the more cars you drive, where is the biting point? You have to get used to it. And then after five minutes, you're fine. Yeah. 
But that was your so whole interesting. Where's my bike? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally for for a good. It was about half an hour lesson. So yeah, I remember thinking, God, this is so hard. But it's it's amazing, isn't it, that we don't really fully until we stop and reflect the things that we do now that we do so confidently without even thinking about it. Um, you know, to have that level of confidence, that level of belief where it, it's just what we do, it's just the norm must be, yeah. must be amazing. Yeah. And you have that in so many things, so many areas of your life, like going into the gym for the first time feels or it can feel intimidating. You don't know what you're doing. You don't know what the pe- other people watching me and like, People aren't, they're watching themselves. And if they are looking at you, they're, they're probably either encouraging you, but admiring what you're doing. Um, and and like just thinking like you've got great form or if you've got bad form, they might come, come over and help you. Yeah. But that first time you go through the door, like it can, it can be intimidating. But then once you've been in the same gym for six years, you're the one then cheering on the new people coming in. Yeah. Absolutely. So you build that confidence over time in the same way that you build strength through lifting weights. Mm. You build mm. your confidence through repetition. Yeah. So why do you think then that confidence is key, both in knowing yourself better and in terms of having professional success? So if you don't have confidence in yourself, why should anybody else like if you don't fully believe in what you're doing and your abilities no one else is going to buy into you and without that utter belief and the confidence to get out and do what it is that whatever business you're in whatever thing you want to do in life you're not going to get to where you want to go because people won't believe in you because you don't believe in you and that's where you need to get that internal validation before you go seeking the external validation and knowing that you as a person are a great person and that you can do anything that you want if you choose to so I see confidence as like the foundation for your success because it gives other people the belief and the hope that they can do something too that's powerful I have to really powerful thank you yeah yeah because when you said that i thought about i won't i won't you know i won't say who but i thought about someone that i know that they're not very confident they they're not confident because they don't they don't particularly like their appearance um and they're a little bit apologetic but the more I've got to know them, I've realized that they are actually, they do, they are very good at what they do. They do have a quite a deep level of understanding in, in, in their field, in their industry. That wasn't apparent to me until I got to know them better, but this persona that they put out is someone that's a little bit apologetic, a little bit comes across as a bit kind of fumbles their words a bit. And, and what I now know doesn't actually reflect mm-hmm. the, the person that they're portraying because they're not confident in themselves. Even though they know they're good at what what it is that they do. Yeah, yeah, they do. They know that they're good. And they told me they were good. And I, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't too sure because of because of the impression that they were giving me. Yeah. But I've got to know them a bit better over over the past probably year. And now I'm going, actually, you do know what you're talking about. It just doesn't come across that way, mm-hmm. which is a real shame. Because she could, he, she, they, fucking yeah. don't know what people are these days. Could <laughs> <laughs> um, be like, they're doing themselves in like an injustice and a disservice. And... This isn't to say that by being confident, you become arrogant and, you know, there is a fine line between confidence and arrogance. And confidence is knowing and believing in yourself and what you do and being able to help other people. And an a- arrogance is actually like looking down at other people. And that's that's not 
you know the right thing at all to do so if this person can tap into that inner confidence that is there like we've already said like it's in there because you have it in other areas it's a transferable skill then they could let other people see but then that makes you think okay so why are they really like that what's the reason behind it are they using that as an excuse to hold back because really they don't want to be in the limelight they don't want the spotlight on them and not everybody does like some people want to remain faceless in you know in business or you know Mm. you know not being the the personal brand but actually it's it's not it's not that it's not that because I do try. It's yeah. just their, yeah, their their health. It has impacted their lives a lot. They're not the weight that they want to be, um, and you know they've spent they spent quite a quite a long time in hospital, um, and yeah, I think I think it's that. If I'm honest, it's having the biggest impact on them. That is a huge thing, and um, that's why. People cannot work with me if they do not exercise. Like that um, is a prerequisite. Like you must commit to doing something because we have one body to live in, and you are going to have the longest relationship with anybody, and and that is yourself. When you look after your health in whatever way you're you're able to. Now, if not everybody has the ability to exercise in the same way and this is something that I, I really do put across find something you enjoy that works for you you don't need to go and do what I do and go do 150 kilo deadlifts and like lift weights like a maniac and sweat disgustingly you can go dancing go walking you can if, if you can't go walking do something like upper body you know there's there's always there is always a way like get rid of the excuse find a way put it in your diary and make the time to do it because when you are healthier, your body functions better, your brain functions better, you feel better. When you look better, you feel better, you feel more confident. So why would you not look after the one place you have to live in? And this is something I, I mean, I'm bang on about like every day. And it's the discipline and the routine and I admire people that do that. I don't look at a physique. I, I mean, I do. Like, everyone has a little pair of don't they? <laughs> <laughs> but what I see, when I see somebody who looks after themselves, I'm attracted to the traits that has brought about that physique. The, the discipline, having the confidence in themselves to go, right, yeah, I'm going to go and do this for me to, not just to look good, but to feel better. And I know for me, I've suffered with many ailments and like depression being one of them. And if I'm not in the gym and I'm not, I'm not working on me, that suffers. I suffer. And so by doing that, by releasing the serotonin and the, the dopamine and getting that dopamine here and doing something that I know is going to ultimately give me a better life, better quality of life, it makes me feel more confident in my abilities in other areas. So you have to put your health first because I can't go running for you. <laughs> I can't lose your the the ex, excess weight that you want to lose. Mm. You have to do that for you and take responsibility. And with responsibility comes confidence. Wow, I get it. Why would you not look after the one place you live in? Your body. It's all you have. You yeah. you move. Yeah, you know, your house obviously is you know. It's your castle, but ultimately, if that goes, you can go and live in a tent, right? But you've st- you've still got your body. You need to you need to figure out and understand that you that is the one place you have. So look after it. Like I I, yeah. I can't I can't yeah I can't stress that enough. Yeah, I I totally agree. It's so important, and you and do I, find there's a there's a direct link between when I look at people that are very successful and I think whatever you define to be success is your definition, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's, you know, financially or families or sport or whatever it is that they do. 
there's this level of discipline and more mm -hmm. often than not they have something whether it's they're a hockey player or they go swimming or mm -hmm. they go walking every weekend there's always something that they do that involves them actively moving their body yeah that they do consistently yeah and that is self-respect that is respecting your body and your mind and then you will find that you have better relationships and get more respect from other people that see that and understand it not that your physical appearance should have anything to do with your self-worth like I've, I've got an episode on my podcast called how to feel confident naked that is not about you being like the leanest person in in the world that is about you accepting your body in whatever shape or size you are mm. um but ultimately looking after your your health physically and mentally is like i say self-respect it's self-confidence and other people will see that and have more respect for you so if you want to build a better business you need to look after yourself like right. i know for hundred percent that and this is probably going to sound a bit controversial i know that i would rather do business with somebody who is well looked after and cleaned clean cleaned up you know like looks good than someone who's obese obese because i see them disrespecting their body and if you disrespect your body what other areas are you going to be neglecting because you're neglecting your health and therefore you are probably neglecting other areas too. Wow. I've never ever thought of it like that, but it makes it makes sense, doesn't it? It makes total sense. It's like um like growing up, my mum used to always tell me to make sure that, you know, I was I was clean and tidy. Yeah. I had clean shoes, I, you know, I had to on a Sunday night I had to iron my uniform. <laughs> And not many of my friends had to do that, but she instilled this this value in me that if I looked clean and tidy and respectable, that I will then get more respect from others. Yeah, and it's true. It, it is. is true. If you turn up like it's like if I wouldn't have a business meeting straight from the gym because I'm sweaty, I'm disgusting, and I smell. Yeah, but when I go and I do my hair and I put my nice clothes on and I've got my heels on and like that gives me more confidence like yeah. I know I look good that demonstrates that you respect the person you're going to meet as well yeah that's so true because you're you're giving some effort you're putting some effort in yeah and it's like you say it's not so much about the physical shape but it is that self-respect and yeah. then giving the respect to the other person yeah, totally. and then your confidence grows through that it does you know last week i did i did a talk i did a talk on brand acceptance um and it was in front of a group of strangers actually um and um i i practiced obviously my talk um and i, I put on a new shirt and fairly new shoes and in putting on that shirt honestly I, I was like, yeah, I did. I felt yeah. good. <laughs> I felt better. And then when I got a couple of compliments, came downstairs, my partner was like, cool, you look nice. I was like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and gradually my confidence, because I was nervous. Yeah. But my confidence just leveled up just by wearing that shirt and having, knowing that I looked good and that I felt good, but then having that, um, people reaffirming yeah you know. and it's a demonstration of that you care about the people that you're speaking to as well yeah like if you just showed up in i don't know a dirty t-shirt with holes in it yeah. I, I know that's fashion now right but <laughs> <laughs> you know that um when i did that pitch i had holes in my shirt i used it you know, I used it and said, obviously, I need, I need these clothes. I've got holes in these ones, but those <laughs> holes are supposed to be there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's the, it's the putting together, isn't it? It's that I used to work in the city in London and I would wear my heels to and from the train station. They wouldn't come off my feet. And I'm like suited and booted, pencil skirts, like blazers. Like I look good. 
And then now I'm in gym clothes most of the time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Or flip-flops or a bikini and a flip-flop. But when I go and do something, when I go and do a talk or I go out, I met some friends the other night and I did my hair and it looked looked incredible. I don't, because like I'm in the gym every day, it's, it's usually like a bit shit. But all of that, putting all of that together, and I was like, yes, this is me. This is this is how, when I feel best. Like, you feel put together. Mm. Then you deliver so much more, and you deliver with more confidence because you're like, yeah, go me. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So I'd really like to know where this has come from, when and why did helping people to focus on their health their wealth and their happiness when did that become so important to you very good question but there's a very long story that I won't <laughs> I won't take an hour to tell okay <laughs> um when I moved to New York I went into Magaluf I quit my job got on a plane and I was going to stay for three months and 12 years later New York is still my home um, and in that time, I, I ran a bar and what I realised was I was giving people an experience and making memories. It's not just about getting off your face and, you know, not remembering, but people would come back. they come back and come back again and again. And then something happened. A few of my friends got arrested and I had to make a phone call to one of my friend's mums to say that this had happened. And it was literally in that moment where I'm stood in a bank with some money and making, like, getting this phone call that everyone's been nicked. That I had to then phone her. And I thought, I couldn't put my mum through that. Like, if somebody had to phone my mum, my mum is straight as they come. Like, (laughs) she'd be devastated. And I thought, I can't, I can't do that to her. And that's where I completely changed my life. It's like, right, what's the complete opposite of what I'm doing? Um, so I went and retrained as a personal trainer, as you do. <laughs> um, did the exercise referral diploma um, to help people with certain medical conditions and um, a life coaching course, and then ended up running a boxing gym um, for a couple of years. And when I was training people, I realised that I wasn't just helping them get in shape physically, like the mental aspect of it, it was like therapy for them. And that's partly why I did the life coaching bit on it, because I knew that that would, would play a part. So like the conversations we'd have, and when I'd see them change, like not just physically, they'd become stronger, they'd become mentally stronger. They'd start telling me about other things they were doing in their life. I'm like, like hang on a minute, they, this, this is important this is so important like the gym saved my life I know that a hundred percent if I carried on doing what I was doing I'd I'd probably be dead or in jail Mm. and that's not a way to live so then when mum and I got into property when my nan passed away we realized that we wanted to do something together to, to to leave a legacy and the more people that we spoke to in the property world, like we realised just how lonely it is, because you go from like a job where you're surrounded by people, and then all of a sudden you're doing something that your friends and family don't understand, and then that then holds people back, and then they they're lacking in confidence because one, it's new, and two, the, the people in their circle aren't understanding it. And I thought to myself, well, how? How do we help these people? So my mentor, Rob Moore, on the Cayman Legacy um, Mastermind Retreats that we did, we did two of them. Unfortunately, they don't do them anymore. Um, we were talking around this. And he said to me about, like, you're good, at, you know, you are confident, you're good at helping others, like, because we looked at my, my history. Um, and so the online confidence movement, for want of a better phrase, like, was born. Um, and then the next year we're in the Cayman Islands and he says to me Natalie you need to do 
what you tell other people to do, get out of your own way and start your podcast. That was 2019. And I eventually launched it in February 2020. <laughs> so, Better late than never. I'm like, you know, do as I say, not as I do all the time. But, you know, yeah. it happens. And, and then like, the more that I work with people and the more I see the change in them and the success they have, and they become happier. Like, this is one thing I see a lot. The people that you've not seen for a while, they they meet, like you meet them, and they're like, oh, um, how's your job? Or have you been promoted? Or are you married yet? Or have you got kids? They don't ask you, are you happy? No. And that's something that I actually do. I do say to people, are you happy? Like, they tell me about their new job. I'm like, are you happy? And it's a difficult question for people to answer. And that's mostly because they're not because they're not looking at all that life has to offer. So when I work with people and they come in and like, you'll have seen on my socials, like just from, from the retreat and the masterminds, like the stuff that they might, like my mentees are saying, blows my mind. It gives me goosebumps. Like if I was a crier, I'd, I'd cry <laughs> from some <laughs> of the comments mm. because they're taking so much value from it. They're working on themselves so much and putting the work in. And I see the value and the importance of it. And if I can just help one more person, then I know I'm doing something right. So it comes from a place of, you know, that was a long way to answer that question. <laughs> it comes from a place of having been in a very bad place and not having the right support and the right people around me. So knowing that if you have the right people around you and the right support, you can do anything you want. And it is very important. Having the right people around you is so important. So important. I saw um, a post today on LinkedIn. It's this guy I follow. I can't remember his name. I'm really annoyed. But um, he, he's got a window fitting company. And he goes on these walks and he'll just walk and video and talk. Yeah. And he was talking about negativity. He was talking about negative people and how you just need to get rid of them. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know what you need to do? You know what you need to do if you're surrounded by negative people? It was just like, get rid of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People are often either radiators or drains. They take, 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 or they give. And I used to think, <laughs> I got to a point with one person who was who was a drain. Um, I'd get to the point, he'd message me, and I'd like, just my response would be, what do you want? <laughs> I know what you mean. I can think, I can think of it. Yeah. yeah I can because relate. I knew that he was only getting in touch because he wanted something. And yeah. without setting those boundaries and going to people, hi, hang on a minute, this isn't serving me. Relationships are two way. Mm. And relationships are vital in, in, in like all we have are other people. So if you haven't got the right people in your corner, you need to be looking for them. That's not to say you need to cut out all of the negative people. Like your friends and family that you've had for your entire life, they may not understand what you're doing at the moment. But that doesn't mean you need to stop talking to your mum because she doesn't get it. Yeah. Yeah. It might just things. Yeah. It might just mean you need to not talk to her every day. You know, yeah. maybe that yeah. every day becomes every week or and talk no. about other things you yeah. don't need to, like, to talk about if you're then going to find that you're getting that negativity back just talk about other things and find other people to talk to about the things that you're going through that are lifting you and inspiring you rather than that then like bringing you down yeah. and that's, that's like I, I'm very fortunate in that I can only remember one person saying to me um, in, in this once we got into property anyway so I said I'm going to buy a boat and he laughed. And my friend, like the bar we were in, she she looked at him and she said, she will. She's the most determined person I've ever met in my life. And he just looked at me and he looked at her and like, he just shut, shut, he just shut up. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, other than when I changed from like the Magaloo party girl to being a personal trainer and everyone was like, you're doing what? Don't be ridiculous, you can't do that. I faced that judgment and got through it. Mm. So... If you're finding that people are being negative, often it's because they don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like people 
were turning to you for advice kind of before you really you know you talked about having Rob Moore as a, a mentor yeah. and the fact that he looked at the sort of things that you'd done and went actually you you help to transform people is that right yeah um so off the back of that now you've built you've built a brand you've built a company you've got your personal brand how is how is growing that over the years how has that been and how has your personal brand and what you do in terms of your training and everything being a pt how has that helped your business it's not been easy at all okay and and i don't think anybody that says it's easy is telling the truth Mm. you know you have to be you have to show up like that is and even when you don't want to and like i I go through periods where i'm like can you leave me alone (laughs) leave me the fuck alone like i'll go like i won't pick up my phone for two days sometimes because i'm just like can you leave me alone Mm. but I can do that now because I've put the I've put the miles in and also I've learned to respect myself and my boundaries and like I only do um calls Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Mondays a a business planning and business coaching days Friday is the same or if I want to go and do something else I'll go and do something else and and then that has taken a lot of time, a lot of dedication and a lot of effort. And you have to want it for it to happen. So you talk about brand. I can now never dye my hair another fucking colour, can I? <laughs> it's always gonna be red. <laughs> so I've I've been every colour of the rainbow and not like not that I don't love it, I do. And but I, I get bored quite easily. And it's gone from I used to have a number two at the back and like this nice little side bit and like we went all the colours and now it's obviously incredibly long and I'm thinking like what can I do to keep it red but change it a little bit (laughs) it's a good job I like it um but building that personal brand and showing and demonstrating what goes into everything like the hard work that goes into it because like people like you you see training courses and they sell you the dream I'll leave her job in 30 days like fuck off bollocks right mm-hmm. if I'm demonstrating like that I'm practicing what I what I preach I'm in the gym um, I'm disciplined I put the work in I don't do live videos anymore because I'm just not interested in doing them so I, 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 I very very rarely do them but I used to do them every day to mm-hmm. be able to get to a point to go well, I don't want to do that mm-hmm. so now I do things in a different way and um, but ultimately I did it because I wanted to and I wanted to create what we've created and to build a legacy for me and my mum. She's also known as Paula, by the way. <laughs> She's now a... Hi Paula, if you're listening. <laughs> she will. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like our, our name, like I don't want children. That's, that's another story. But I want what we do to have an impact on on people's lives so like the bailey name doesn't finish with me it it lives on through everything we do through the the property developments we do and like the, the podcast the masterminds the retreats and and so that people have that memory and have that experience but you can't do it unless you want to do it and you have to dedicate the time and the effort and, and know that it's going to be hard but if it, if it was easy everyone would do it yeah absolutely i am um, a lot of my friends well some of my friends not a lot but they i think some of them think that what i do is easy uh because i've got my own business uh it's a bit of a it's a bit of a misconception they have a lot of them have nine to fives which is absolutely fine you know i mm-hmm. say to people this whole entrepreneurship running your own business thing it's not for everybody it's and not for everyone there's nothing wrong with having a nine to five job mm-hmm. like people feel like if they have some people feel like if they have like it's not enough anyway and i think i think it's easy and that it's a breeze and that like it's um hard. yeah and, oh, it is and, so hard 
Yeah. I mean, what's the common thing that you find people that don't know and get wrong about about our industry in terms of building a brand and, and having a business? Oh, it's all right for you. You live in Mallorca. You've got loads of money. It's easy for you. It's all right for you. <laughs> Is that what you get? Yeah. <laughs> I, came, I came to Mallorca with £1,300. I sold my car. And I used to work for €40 Euro a night. Eight-hour shifts, which turn into 10. No break. Wow. That's what I did when I first came here. And I managed to turn that into running a bar, making a shit ton of money, having the gym and doing everything we're doing now purely through hard fucking graft. Mm. And it isn't easy. And people do like, because I post pictures at the beach and like, (laughs) you're so lucky. No, I choose to live here and I choose to work the way that I work because it's what makes me happy. Mm. and yeah that is a misconception like you've yeah. got it easy and I'll fucking have it it's all right for you yeah yeah I know I think you don't uh, see like, that, like, like let's be honest social media is a show reel mm. you just show the best bits don't you all the yeah. all right bits yeah and then when you come into my circle that's when I'll share that okay this is this problem and that problem and, and all the other things that's going on I have a coach, I have a PT, I have a life coach, I have a business coach, um, I have other mentors and other people that help and support me. So I, I can't do what I do without having that support myself. Right? Totally. Who is, you know, who, who am I to help other people totally. if I'm not getting help yeah. myself? Yeah. So, no, it isn't easy. I know it isn't all right for me. I work <laughs> fucking hard. <laughs> I know, I know. It's, I just um, do it in a nicer climate. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's. Uh, I remember. Yeah, I had to. I had to take some time off uh, last year, and um, I was talking to a friend that I hadn't spoken to for a long time, and I said, "I said, oh, I'm going to go back to work," and they were saying, "Oh, how long have you been off?" I was like, "Well, I've, I've taken. I took three months off. I had to." And they were like, well, did you, did you have to go work back to work because of finances? Could you have took more time off? And I said, honestly, if I really wanted to, I could have took a year off and have been okay. Yeah. And she looked really shocked. And she was like, gosh, you're lucky. And I thought, nah. (laughs) I thought, that's not luck. That is a fact that I've worked really, really, really hard yeah. And I've got a rainy day fund so that if I need to take time off, mm-hmm. it's there. Yeah. That wasn't easy. No, to do. Build it, building that isn't easy. No. What is easy is going to a nine to five. Yeah. Knowing that you've got this coming in every month. But people don't see the hard work and the graph that you put into building something. Mm. To be... Most people couldn't take a year out. Mm and yeah well do nothing yeah like, I remember going thing, you... to... go on no I was just gonna say like and and it wouldn't be me you know I'd be living I wouldn't be living lavishly but I wouldn't have to I wouldn't have to stress and worry yeah. about bills and things like that you know all my all my base all the things that I need to live you know running the car whatever those things would be covered which is the thing that people tend to worry about the most yeah yeah because i've been in that position before having been made redundant three times i made a yeah yeah the design and marketing industry it's relentless it's the first department to go when companies get in trouble um yeah having been in that in that position i said to myself right i want to make sure that i know that i'm okay if i need to not work and that's why i've done it and that's a really important realisation to come to as well. And that gives you so much power over your life. Mm, like, absolutely. Um, after my retreat in April, uh, we, we, like, with my business coach, we, we do a monthly review at the end of the month. It's like, right, so what have you done this month? I'm like, basically nothing. 
I used to say that to my business coach until he made me write down all my six. I have to write down my successes every day yeah. now. Like, don't get me wrong, I've done stuff, but the retreat was amazing. Mm. Oh, good. And then I went and I went so many different parts of the island in Mallorca, um, places that I've not been to before, mm. like, even though I've lived here this long. It looked I amazing. Went... I saw your, I think it was like a drone video. You yeah, wicked. Yeah, but Bobby's my videographer. He's shut. I took off before this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and yeah, no, it was it was incredible. Like Mallorca is a beautiful island, and like I say, we worked on health, wealth, happiness. We did yoga. We did a hike. I led um a hit session because I'm a trained PT. I can do that. And, you know, we did the, the business planning, masterminding, but we also did some public speaker training. We did mindset sessions. We looked at what are your goals? Like, what were your goals six months ago? And one of the things I get people to do is write a letter to themselves in six months and a year. So they opened their letter that they wrote six months ago. Ah. And it was really interesting because some of them had achieved all of it and some had like completely changed direction in what they wanted to do. And it was just, it was it was beautiful and um, like that like I say didn't feel like work for me for a minute not even for a second like, I loved it absolutely in my element doing that but it is still mentally taxing and mentally draining which is why then the next week I just went everywhere and um, then I did a bit of work and then I went to Ibiza <laughs> <laughs> and then I've come back this week to like an absolutely jam-packed diary but I've prepared myself for that because I took some time out and I, I thought, right, I know that this week's going to be very busy. That's fine because I'm, I've been able to decompress yeah. and I like, make the choices. And I think that's really important um, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, is to make the right choices for you, knowing your your ebbs and flows of your energy. Like, like I say, um, I only do client calls Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday because otherwise I'm like there there are no boundaries so then I teach people to set their own boundaries and have the confidence to tell people no yeah yeah I had that recently actually someone asked me for a discount and I was like no no (laughs) so like can I I be cheeky can I be cheeky I was like yeah you can ask (laughs) you can ask but the answer's no (laughs) but in the past because I'd have been worried about getting the yeah. sale, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd have, I'd have wavered Obviously, on that. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. No, so I, I do offers every now and then. I did an offer this week, mm. um, because anyone that's in our confident entrepreneurs club, they get a ten percent discount on any other products and services. And I had some really exciting news yesterday, and I'm just like, ah, I'm really excited. So I was like, right, okay, this is this. Let me offer this discount that people who are in the club get to people who aren't in the club it as as an incentive and like to share my excitement like why not but mm. if somebody comes to me and says oh can I have this like cheaper I'm like if you want what we give the value for for this price you either pay that price or you will get less mm. so if you want to pay me less you won't get as much yeah simple <laughs> simple yeah, simple won't get the full bells and whistles yeah yeah so going back to your retreat it sounds like a lot of ideas come up during the retreat because you're away you've got time to think you're in a wonderful environment mm-hmm. um i i think i think everybody's creative but i, I also think that business owners in particular entrepreneurs are very creative thinkers and they like options they come up with lots of ideas um so if you could start a new business tomorrow and you you've got everything you need every resource people money whatever if you could start a business tomorrow what would it be that's really good timing because i've actually got two that's going to happen Ah, okay (laughs) So firstly, um, nobody else knows this yet because I literally thought of this today. Wow, okay. 
Um, we're going to do a, a health and happiness retreat that oh. is nothing to do with business. So we don't work on your business. We work on your physical and emotional well-being and state, and we will do stuff around that. So health and happiness or happiness and health. I haven't got the name quite right yet. Okay. Because I know that there are people that really like what I do, but they don't want or need the business stuff from me. Got, so yeah. I'm going to give them the bits that they want, giving them the retreat, the luxury, the working on their health and their well-being and their happiness, and then increasing their confidence at the same time. And the second one is we're very much closer to the fashion line that's going to disrupt the industry. Ah, yay! <laughs> I mean, you know how passionate I am about this because when we yeah. met and you did your pitch, because I yeah. I came and had a chat with you, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. So that's that's happening. And the more I see of what the fuck is going on putting men in women's clothes, it is pissing me off. And it has just driven me even more to make to make it happen sooner. Wow, that's amazing. I'm so excited and <clears throat> I wanna, I wanna hear more. At some point, I want you to t- share what you can. Um, yeah, because well. I think it's it's amazing that you do that, and it's it's so so needed. Um, as someone that's got, you know, above average sized legs and calves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> I know I I'm preaching on... to the choir here. Yeah, I went on a walk. Um, there's a thing here that it's called walk and talk. So you just meet these random people um, and we do different walks around the island. Like it's like a walk hike thing. And the first one I went on, this lady said to me, how did you get your calves like that? I was like, genetics, right? She was like, what, what, what's, what? And then it, and then it dropped because she thought, she thought that it was some new fangled way of exercising. <laughs> Right. And I was like, no, it is a lot of genetics, and I, I don't um, singularly single out my calves to train because they are what they are. Um, but it, it can be fucking difficult to to find things, and and it makes you feel rubbish in yourself. So obviously, the idea is to make women feel as comfortable and confident as they are in the gym, outside the gym, in everyday normal clothes. Like mm-hmm. we don't have off the rack bodies. Yeah. So why would we buy off the rack? Because yeah. you can't. Yeah. That's happening. Amazing. Fantastic news. I'm so glad I asked that question. No. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so it sounds like, I mean, I know you've only shared, <clears throat> um, you shared a condensed, <laughs> you know, version of of what's happened and, and and the life experiences that you've had that have led you to where you are today but if there was one life lesson that you could kind of pick um that has really taught you something that you think that everyone else should kind of learn at some point in their life what would that be that's a deep one that I is know. a very deep question and um, one of the things i say pretty much every day is life's too short to be miserable and I know that through losing all of my grandparents in the space of four years. Mm. And if you aren't doing what makes you happy, just stop doing it and do something else because you don't want to get to the end of your life. Like when we were in a hospital with my nan when she passed away, the last thing I ever said to her was, I love you, nan. And I'm so grateful that I had that. And she's there, she had her four children and I was the only grandchild there. Like I spoke to like one of my cousins and he's like, I don't want to remember her like that. And I was like, that's fair enough. For me, I needed to be there. Like, I held her hand and stuff. And I thought, I never want to get to the end of my life and not have this. I know I said I don't want children, but <laughs> I don't like want to be regretting things I didn't do at the end. Mm. And that moment to me was she had a great life she had a great family and if you don't go and do the things that give you joy and make you happy every day 
you're going to get to the end and you're going to live, you're going to die in regret. So do what gives you joy. What a lesson. I think we should end there. <laughs> That's perfect. Thank you. Oh, my um, pleasure. Thank you. I've really enjoyed this. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, so, Natalie, if those listening want to find you and get to know more about Gold Star and your retreats and all the other amazing things that you do, where can they find you online? Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> She's omnipresent. Um, omnipresence. Like, do you know what? Somebody said to me quite a few years ago, why are you on all of these platforms? And I'm all omnipresent, obviously. Mm. Um, no, it's Natalie Arabella Bailey, and on all on all the platforms. Um, or the link tree is forward slash Natalie Arabella Bailey. You can't miss me. I've got long red hair and big muscles. <laughs> on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I am actually on Twitter. I don't use it very often. Mm. Um, and we have um, a free Facebook group called the Confident Entrepreneurs Collective as well. Um, if anybody does want to come and have some chats um, about anything, entrepreneurship, mindset, confidence, um, and the Confidence Mastery podcast too. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your journey um, and, yeah, how you're helping entrepreneurs gain clarity and um yeah learn how to become happier and healthier and more successful yeah no thank you thank you so much i very much enjoyed this so all of your listeners everybody listening if you've enjoyed it please do share it and even share it with people you don't like too because everybody needs a little help yes here here share share with the world <laughs> exactly because danielle is also amazing so make sure you listen and listen to all of our episodes thank you thanks natalie Thank you. Thank you for listening to Build Better Brands. I am so grateful to have you tuning into the show and I'd love to thank you personally. So wherever you are in the world, remember to tag at Danielle Clark Creative in your social media posts and stories. Let us know when you're listening. You want to know what you've enjoyed about the show and give you a shout out. And if you would like to help more people like you discover the show, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. It's going to help us rank higher and reach more listeners. It's also a great way for us to help you with the problems your brand might be facing. Suggest a topic in your review and we might feature it and you in one of our episodes. Thanks again for listening. See you next time.